time for the Liz Calloway Show. You asked for it, and we got it. Now, 6 to 10 weekday mornings. Always local. Always live. Always right. Here's Liz and Nick on Talk 94.5. It is 9.07 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Wednesday morning, January 25th. And we have another couple of great guests. A second installment of our seven-week series called How Money Works. And joining us right now is Mark Elliott and certified financial educator J.D. Phillips. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. This is, uh, you know, week number two. And the part that, I mean, the first part, uh, first session that we talked, we really covered a lot of the first part of the book. Now we're getting into the nuts and bolts, the seven money milestones. And the first one that we're going to be focusing on today, actually, is financial education. Tell us more, uh, gentlemen. Uh, J.D., you want to start? I do. I want to I do, uh, Liz, want to say happy Wednesday to everybody, and thanks again for having us. And Mark had an opening comment about some of the things we're going to cover today. So, Mark, oh, okay, I'll great. talk to you first. Yeah, great. No, thanks, J.D. No, so, as you're right, Liz, you know, last week we did talk about, you know, what the problem is and, and how the book can help by building really that financial education <coughs> base all need. And that way we're better armed, you know, in the decisions that we're making day to day. So I do think, as you said, you know, there's the seven money milestones, and that education really kicks off with some key concepts covered in the book. And some of these are concepts that people may have heard of. Some of them are things they may not have heard of. So I think, you know, it's really important that they, they get a grasp of those. So why don't we kick those off? J.D., why don't, we, why don't we talk about some of these concepts and go from there? That's perfect, Mark. You know, the three that we'd like to talk about today are probably the three powerful concepts that lead to strategies that help people plan for a secure financial future. The first one is the power of compound interest. You know, Einstein said one time that compound interest is the greatest mathematical discovery mm. of all time. Wow. <laughs> he even also called it one time, he said it was the eighth wonder of the world. It's mm. amazing how it works. And if you look back at it, people say, well, yeah, I know what that is. But do you really know what that is? Because compound interest was the main driver behind the first self-made billionaire in our country, and that was John D. Rockefeller. And, you know, he was so wealthy that he was worth, when he passed in 1937, over $340 with a B in today's money. And if you want to know how rich that is, if you took Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and and Jeff Bezos, combined them, Rockefeller was still bigger. Mm. So he, he used this concept, and the way he learned it was, back when he was about 14 years old, he saved up about $50, which is approximately 1500 in today's money. His mother encouraged him to lend his $50 to a farmer to help him with his crops at 7% interest. And, and so Rockefeller followed his mom's tutelage, and at the end of the year, he got his money back plus $3.50 of interest, which doesn't sound like a lot of money because it's really not, but the point was, the light bulb went off because at the same time, a farmer paid him also money to dig potatoes. And he dug for three days, and they paid him a dollar and 12 cents. And that was the moment the Rockefeller's life changed. 
because he said, I'm going to have my money work for me because mm, yeah. there's no limit on your money, earning money, because it grows independently from your personal efforts. So you can work all we want, but we're limited to the time we have in the day. But for our money's work, it is working 24-7, 365, and it continues to grow. So to convert that to something that might make sense, suppose, Liz, we had an account at the bank or somewhere. We put 500 bucks a month in it. And we just started saving. And we saved that money, let's say, for 45 years. At the end of that time, you would have $270,000 saved up, which is, that's a good number. It's more than a quarter million dollars. That's good. But if you apply compound interest to that, and we'll use 9% as a number, just as an example, that's the average stock market return without the ups and the downs for the last 40 years. If you, if you apply compound interest to that number, your number would be three million seven hundred thirty thousand, and of that, three point four million of it is interest. So putting that to work and letting it compound wow. is the key. Yeah, so, like I have a, um, um, I have a twenty-six year old, twenty-six and a half year old son, and he is, you know, self-sufficient, living. You know, I'm trying to convince him to buy a house, you know, or something. Um, but he's renting. He just moved to Florida to take on this job and he's making pretty good money. And I'm saying, I wish I would have taken my father's advice. <laughs> so I'm going to pass it on to you <laughs> with the hope that you're going to take this advice. Does your company have a 401k start investing the maximum? Um, you know, I mean, that was my advice to him. Meanwhile, I'm not even doing it here. You know, I have a 401k here and I'm not doing it. So, I mean, really, uh, we're missing the boat here. It's kind of hard, uh, especially for young people, to see when I save what it's going to be 40 years from now, you know. But um, how do you communicate that so it—I mean, I know that you're saying, you know, it's $270,000. You can convert that into $3.7 million um, with compound interest, but— I mean, how do you like really get that into someone's brain where they say, oh, my gosh, I, this is a no brainer. I'd be an idiot not to do this. Well, you know, who is? that is a perfect question. And it leads us right into the next concept. So now we know that compounding works. So how do you get get people to understand it and get them to take action? Mm -hmm. Understanding our next concept, which is the time value of money. And there's three main principles. If we look at the time value of money as, let's say, a three-legged stool we're sitting on, the three legs are you got to start now. Whether you're 56 or you're 26 or you're 16, it doesn't matter. Start now, and you got to save regular. In other words, routine. Remember the $500 a month, whatever your number is, and you got to let time work. And the best example of that is in our book. We talk about two of the characters, uh, Sarah and George. Now, here's an example very close to the age of your son. Mm -hmm. Sarah starts saving money at age 22. And she decides she's going to save $333 a month. It's basically $4,000 a year. So she starts socking away her $333 a month. And she saves that money for eight years. And then, and then she stops. I'm not suggesting you stop, but there's the example. Watch this. She stopped saving at age 30 using that same 9% factor we're using, at age 67, Sarah has accumulated $1.4 million. Mm -hmm. 
Now, she only saved from age 22 to age 38 years. Wow. Now, her buddy, George, he didn't quite do it that way. At age 22, he didn't start saving. He procrastinated for whatever reason, or maybe he just had to. It doesn't matter. He finally, the light bulb went off, and at age 30, he started saving. What did George save? He saved the exact same amount that Sarah was saving, $333 a month, at the same rate of return. At age 67, which was, for him, some 38 years later, he saved all the way every year for the next 38 years. And George ended up with $1.3 million. So they both won the game. But think about it. Sarah has $1.4 million. She only saved from age 22 to age 30. George waited and started, saved the whole time, and ended up with $100,000 less. And yet he put in four and a half times more money. How, why does account. that happen? Because the, what happens with compound interest is when you get interest on your money, get interest on $500, well, next year you get interest on the $500 plus the interest on that interest. And that's why that happened. And that first eight years that Sarah started, jump-started her account. And that's why, come age 30, she was compounding not on mm. the $333 or the $4,000 a year. She was compounding on the interest on $4,000 a year. And it just has this skyrocketing effect Wow. that will blow your mind. A little bit saved early will turn into a lot later, even now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that's the the compound interest and the time value of money. What about the rule yeah. of 72? What does that well, mean? Well, you know, <clears throat> that means um, you, you need to understand it for one basic reason, Liz. If you have the rule of 72 working for you, you're in great shape. If it's not working for you, it could potentially be working against you. And that's not a good thing because it won't allow you to get ahead. And the rule of 72 is just basically a mental math shortcut that tells us how long does it take for money to double? What kind of interest rate do I need or how long does it have to sit there? So to learn it, we just simply do the example of, okay, the rule of 72 says, if I get 1% on my money and you take your interest rate, 1%, and I divide it into 72, that's the number of years it takes for your money to double. So if I put a dollar in the bank and they give me 1%, I can come back 72 years later and they'll give me $2 back. That's doubling your money. Now, so that means the rate of interest matters. At 3%, it doubles quicker. Every 24 years, at 6%, it doubles every 12. So you're just dividing that number in. It tells you how long it takes to double. Well, why does that matter? Well, if we were standing at the bank, because right now there's over $10 trillion with a T dollars sitting in banks right now today around this country at less than 1%, like 0.09. And in our book, we send it out with an article of what some of the interest rates that the banks pay that was vetted by an article that was written on our book from CNBC because they didn't believe the math until they went and checked it out themselves. So if I get 0.09% on my money, which people were putting their money in the bank every day, Liz, 0.09% of my money doubles every, wait for this, 800 years. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
That's like great, 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 right. great grandchildren get, get your money. <laughs> well, here's how, here's what happened. Yeah, I go to the bank. I walk up there. I stick my money in, and they give me my point oh nine percent. And um, right behind me, Mark's in line at the bank. He steps up behind me and says, "Hey, I need to get one of those new fancy credit cards you, you guys are offering." They said, "Sure, fill this out. We'll get you hooked right up." And the interest rate average on credit cards is over 23%. Well, at 23 or 24%, the bank's going to double their money every four years, and you're going to double yours every 800. Mm. So why is that a good deal? It is for the bank. <laughs> and if you take it one step further, you've been to a bank and seen that little glass bowl that sits beside the teller window, has the candy in it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. What's, what's in that bowl is lollipops. They're suckers. They're telling you. We're doing it. And some banks are so aggressive, they use, they use dum-dums. They put dum-dums in the bowl. They, they say, J.D., take two. They're small. Help us see tomorrow. And so what, 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 what we're trying to do here at How Money Works is if you understand that concept, so there true. are ways you can go and earn way more than 1% and not take risks with your money. And that's what people need to know about so they can put it into action. I want to do this. I don't understand why I'm not doing this. I mean, I am, you know, like, Mark, we've talked about this. You know, I I, I am doing something. I mean, I'm doing, like, something and nothing. I, I don't know what I'm doing. It's very confusing. And you go and you sit with people and, you're, and you leave, like, you understand it at the moment. And then you go home and you're like, I really don't even know what I just signed up for. Well, you're right, I mean, I mean, that, that is the problem. I mean, it, it, you know, people, they, it gets complicated. Again, education out there is not really tailored so that everyone can really understand some basic things they need to do. And then the other aspect is really procrastination. You know, people's mindset really is, like, you know what, you know, I, I can get to that later. And then I'll start putting it away. But mm-hmm. J.D. just talked about what happens if you're not disciplined and you wait to start later. Yeah, you can still get there, but it's going to take more. And so we keep pushing down the road instead of starting. And again, if you start now, regardless of, 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 as JD said, regardless of your age and regardless of how much, the point is to start, then it becomes a discipline and you can always figure out, can you do more? But it's, it's really, where are the priorities? You know, and I, and I do think that, you know, as we look at things, you know, it's important to treat what we save or what we do. It's an investment in us. It's an investment in us and our future. And that should be just as important as paying a mortgage or a rent or those things. But we're not trained that way as a people to really think that way. We always think we'll get to it later. And that's the problem. We put it off. Yeah. When you talk about the financial education piece that's missing in the schools, um, you know, I just got off the phone with the school superintendent of education for the whole state. And, um, you know, you wonder, like, why isn't, you know, why isn't this important when our future as Americans really depend on it? Because the more, uh, the more, the more you don't know, the more dependent you're going to be on the state, on the social systems, because of, you know, you'll be in fixed income, you'll be worried about, you know, oh my gosh, when's that oil bill going to come and what is it going to be? You know, I, I mean, uh, I, I handle the finances uh, for my mother up in New York and she just got an oil bill yesterday, $703. Oh, 
Oh, my gosh. And oh. I'm thinking to myself, what in the world? Like, you know, and she's one person and she's just using, you know, a little bit. Um, so it doesn't even make sense to me why people are um, set up for failure by not giving them this education at a young age, you know, and like I said, you know, my son should be in his mind saying, oh my gosh, this is a no brainer. This makes complete sense. I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 34. I'll have, you know, that much money in assets and I can buy a home and go and it buys you so much money. It, it, it doesn't buy you stuff. It just buys you freedom, peace of mind. You know, uh, it buys you Choices. other things. Choices. There you go. Yep. yep. Well, you know, Liz, uh, to your point, um, you, you know, used cars these days are expensive and they're way more than they were three or four years ago just because of the demand. And this time value of money, um, what if I told you that a used car uh, would, would really cost you a million dollars um, in today's money if you went out and bought one today and all you did was put $2,500 down on it? And you say, wait, 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 that can't be. Well, actually, if you go out today and you give a used car dealer twenty five hundred bucks for a used car and you pay him two hundred and fifty dollars for the next four years, you, you could have a used car. However, if you took that same twenty five hundred, let's say when your child is born and you put it into an account and you paid the same two hundred and fifty dollars a month into that same account for four years and you stopped. With compound interest, that child would have an account worth a million dollars at age 67. Wow. So you want a used car, you want a million bucks. <laughs> so I'm not saying we walk, but I'm telling you, <laughs> compound interest makes a big difference. That, that, really is, that really is hitting home with me, boy. It is very frustrating to know, you know, at this age, I kind of had the idea that I had to do something, but... You know, uh, to have someone explain it to you in terms that you understand, you know, uh, usually when you meet with people, they're talking over your head and they're selling products and things like that. Um, but when you can internalize the information and actually convert it into something that relates to what your situation is and you can choose the right products because you have the knowledge and you know where you want to get to. I mean, to me, that's, that's like the missing link as to why so many people are struggling late in life is just because they didn't have this education ahead of time. Well, that's exactly. Go ahead, go ahead, Mark. Sorry. I was going to say to your point, Liz, I mean, that's right. You said to have that education so that you can figure out what to do and, and, and what are the different types of products or offerings out there? Well, and that's where, again, you build that education so you can make better decisions. But, you know, I will say, I think also working with financial professionals, because, we all have our other jobs. We're all doing things day to day, but they're the ones that can keep up with what are what is going on. What are the product offerings? What are the alternatives or options that we have? And they can present that to us, but then with our baseline of education, we can make better decisions and know how to meet our objectives better. So it really is a combination of getting that education and then working with someone so you do know what is the best way to achieve them. Yeah. And, and, and Mark, let me add, uh, Liz, for your listeners, if you have a financial professional and you work with them, great. Continue take this education and have them show you how to put it to work for you. And if you don't, you know, that's where we come in and how money works. We have a whole staff of financial educators who can help you put together individual plans based on their specific situation, just like you said, 
and make sure that it's right and that they understand it. Because if they understand it, they will, in fact, implement it. And that's the key. All right. And now I have a lot of people asking on our uh, PCRX mobile outfitters text line, how do they get their hands on this book, How Money Works, Stop Being a Sucker? How do they get in touch with you? So certainly you can you know provide them, again, as I think you did on the first show, you know, my, my web, website, uh, that, that'll put them in touch with me directly. They can go right there and, and, and pop me a note, and then we'll reach out to them and talk with them about what they need and, and the ability to get them that book. And it's a great book, and I think people will love to read it. It's, it's, uh, that's why it's the number one bestseller out there right now. Howmoneyworks.com slash Mark Elliott, E-L-L-I-O-T-T. Uh, Mark, thank you so much. J.D. Phillips, thank you so much. Um, any other certainly. way that people can reach out to you? You know, if, if they'd like, I certainly can, can give them, uh, you know, my, my email address is mark.elliot at wealthwave.com. They can certainly reach me there. And we'll be providing more information. Maybe we can give that to you so you can put it on your website, too. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, in fact, I have a flyer up about this entire series on our uh, Facebook page. You can get all the information right there. Thank you so much, Mark Elliott, J.D. Phillips. We'll talk to you next week. Great. Have a great week. You too. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk 94.5.